going on, guys? This is Gary. Hope everybody's doing well. It is Friday, the 6th of December, and we are closing in on Game Week 16. Remember that we have yet another Game Week upon us. Uh, the deadline is on Saturday, and obviously depends on what part of the world you live in. For those of us on the eastern coast of the United States, it is 6.30 in the morning is our deadline. So I believe in uh, over in UK, that would be 11.30 a.m. So um, hope everybody had a great Game Week 15. These Game Weeks have been coming fast and furious, and it doesn't look like it's going to really let up much at all. Thankfully, there's about a week's time in between Game Week 16 and 17, but... Seven clubs, I suppose it is, um, have European action <clears throat> next week, too, between Champions League and Europa League. So, as I've mentioned a few times on this podcast and also posted quite a bit on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, there will be rotation. Uh, managers, Premier League managers, cannot just run their players into the ground uh, and expect, <clears throat> A, that they'll get great results, and B, that these players will stay fit and healthy. Um, and we've seen some rotation already. We saw Mo Salah out um, in midweek, um, and we've seen uh, Tamori didn't play. We've seen some players that um, are widely owned and widely used sit out uh, this game week. So, um, whether it's through injury or um, coach's decision. I expect that we'll see more of that, and we'll talk about a few of those players in just a bit. So how did we do this game week? We actually did quite well. Well, I don't know quite well. We did well. We did fine. I'll put it that way. Um, we ended on 65 points. And here we'll tell you tell you how uh, it all went down. 65 points, no hits taken whatsoever. There are a lot of hits being taken uh, throughout the FPL community. <clears throat> Mostly people chasing points, uh, trying to get onto the informed players, but yet dropping players that have been on good form. Maybe they had a bad game week, um, and all of a sudden they're they're jumping off of them and jumping on bandwagon. So I think that's forcing a lot of hits because those are being done quickly to avoid price changes, and then all of a sudden a uh, manager has a press conference and announces that a player is injured and could be out uh, for the upcoming match, and then um, panic sets in and another hit. Is taken so please try to avoid those hits if at all possible and that's another reason that we keep preaching that a bench is extremely important a good bench at a minimum all three of your outfield bench players should be regular starters and it's also ideal to have um, a goalkeeper that plays as well because one or two points is much better than zero points okay so here's how our 65 points broke down. We went double um, double Sheffield United defense, and that sort of backfired on us. Henderson with one point, Lundstrom with one point. Not great. 
We did also start a double Leicester City defense, although Chilwell was out. So we got five from Soyuncu. Uh, would have been great to have gotten uh, Chilwell's points uh, with those clean that clean sheet as well. That's unfortunate. Um, but a lot of people experience that. Alexander-Arnold, despite getting an assist, only got us three points, uh, which was super disappointing. Two goals conceded and a yellow card, so it's really like he didn't get the assist at all. Um, in the midfield, Triori with three, so Triori came on for Chilwell. <clears throat> Sterling with three, that was disappointing. Had a couple opportunities and just couldn't convert. Mane, our vice captain with 15 Thrilled about that. De Bruyne with only three. Ings, who just cannot stop scoring with nine points. Jamie Vardy, our captain with five. That non or that reversal of a penalty and a yellow card awarded for simulation is completely ridiculous. If you watch that replay, if you were honest, um, there's there's no way that you would agree that that was not a penalty. It was absolutely um, a penalty, but nevertheless, he still got one goal. So his streak continues and Tammy Abraham, who I think surprised a lot of managers, um, not only started, but also, um, had a goal and an assist and all three bonus points for 12. So that's our 65 points. The fact that so many managers jumped off of Abraham because of the threat of an injury, they saw that yellow or red marker uh, when they were looking at their lineups and just ran for the hills, got rid of him, brought in a player like Jimenez. Some people did, um, and that didn't work out. Others brought in Rashford, and it did work out. But still, a a wasted free transfer um, because, yes, Rashford converted, but if you had Abraham and left him in, he did the same. <clears throat> Those A lot of those that didn't sell Abraham benched him for some unknown reason. you got to look at it like this. If the player's injured, um, the manager is not going to play him at all. We know that Lampard will not, will not risk playing Abraham if there's the possibility of his injury getting worse or another injury happening. So this was a case of either Tammy will start and play the match, or he just won't be on the team at all. And that was the case, and he did start, and he did quite well. Um, So that's it. A lot of people had um, Rico and Kelly coming off of their benches, which was awesome for them. Uh, We have Kelly on our bench, but he was in the third spot, so we didn't get his six points. In terms of how we're lining up for... The weekend for game week 16, it looks like this. Henderson and goal. We've got a back four of Alexander-Arnold. Chilwell, still uncertain as to his status. Sounds like he's still a little bit injured. I'd be surprised if Rodgers plays him, but I hope he does. Uh, but I don't think he will. So remember, remember that if you're playing three defenders at the back and one of your defenders doesn't play, it doesn't matter where you're first defender on your bench is located. If he's on in the second bench spot, say you have a striker or a midfielder in the first bench spot, if you're only playing three defenders and one of your defenders doesn't play, 
<clears throat> the auto sub skips that midfielder or striker in the first bench spot and immediately goes to your first available defender. So that would be spot two. Because as the game rules state, you must have a minimum of three defenders playing at any given time. So um, sometimes it's worthwhile to put your defender in the second spot if you'd prefer that if either a midfielder or striker doesn't play, that you have a midfielder or striker come on. So that first bench spot is critical in that case. And again, if a defender doesn't play and you're playing three at the back, it's going to skip that that first spot anyway and find the first available defender. So um, we've posted that information um, at the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page as well. So again, Henderson in goal. Alexander Arnold, Chilwell, Soyuncu. We're going to go double uh, Leicester City defense again. Hopefully this works. Um, and then, of course, double Sheffield players at the back with Lunny in there as well. I'm a little concerned that um, that Sheffield United are going to concede. They're away at Norwich, and Pookie's been playing well. Cantwell's been playing well, and I just have a feeling that one of those two will be involved in a goal against... Um, Again, Sheffield United. Uh, we have three midfielders. We've got De Bruyne, Sterling, and Mane. We're sticking with Sterling. We've had them this long. It's the Manchester Derby. They're playing at the Etihad, and I believe Sterling and De Bruyne will both have big games. My gut says that. I always tell people I can make suggestions, but if your gut is telling you something, your instinct is telling you to do something, then by all means, do it. And then up front, we have three. We have Tammy Abraham, who is, again, flagged with an injury, different injury, but still flagged. Um, Danny Ings and Jamie Vardy is our captain. Our bench is set up like this. And the first spot is Triore. Second is Kelly. And last is Jack Grealish, um, who plays at home to Leicester City. And I'm rethinking whether or not I want to move him a little further up the food chain on that bench. Because despite um, despite have playing Leicester City, uh, Villa are playing at home. And if that team's going to score, Grealish is certainly going to be involved. So there we have it. Um, let's get into the players. We'll get into each fixture and talk about the players that we recommend uh, you consider or you go out and get for your first up is Chelsea Everton uh, from Chelsea we recommend Mount he's back in form if you have him um, hold on to him uh, Pulisic and it's interesting that so many people are getting rid of Pulisic because he's had a quiet game or two this was the one player that everybody was going out to get. He was the most transferred in player at one point, and all of a sudden, a a small, short, quiet period, and everybody's freaking out. This game, especially this season, is outrageous like that, and it kind of drives me crazy because I see so many in our, in the Let's Talk Soccer community, burning themselves by, by using these free transfers 
needlessly, and we hate to see that for you. Um, but nevertheless, Polisic, we recommend Abraham, of course. This game could be a little harder than it looks like. We know Everton has been struggling big time. They just sacked Silva. Uh, they have an interim manager. And, um, you know, it could be a revitalized Everton. Hard to say. Um, from the Everton side, Richarlison, if you've, if you've got an Everton player or you're thinking about bringing one in for this reason that maybe they do find a spark and they go on a bit of a run, Richarlison's got to be your man. He's, I think, scored in the past, had a goal in each of the past two games. So um, he would be the one. Next fixture, Bournemouth at home to Liverpool. On the Bournemouth side, quite honestly, I don't recommend any players from that side. Um, Rico, I think, should be put on the bench if you have Rico. And then on the Liverpool side of things, Allison is back. Remember, that was just a one match ban for that red card. So he's back between the sticks. <clears throat> I think he's a good get because Bournemouth just can't seem to find a way to score right now. Uh, what began as a great season for uh, Callum Wilson has just completely lost any momentum whatsoever. So I like Allison. I like Salah, who's well-rested. And as long as he wasn't rested because of um, a nagging ankle injury, then I think he's the man to get from this team for this weekend. Firmino found himself a goal uh, in midweek, uh, so he could be on a bit of a run. And then Mane, if he's not rested, my theory is that he will be rested. He's played uh, full 90 minutes in each of the last seven Premier League games. That doesn't include... Um, any Champions League games as well, which we know he's played in. I think he's due a rest, and I think this is a good game for Klopp to do that. So I believe that he may be on the team sheet, um, but unless the team is really, really struggling, I don't expect that we will see him play this weekend. Um, and then Andy Robertson, I also recommend, I think, uh, Alexander Arnold has been on a, a run of some assists lately, and we know that um, that he and Robertson tend to go back and forth in their attacking returns, and I think it's probably Robertson's turn this time. Spurs and Burnley. Uh, for Spurs, I like Gazaniga in goal. I think uh, Burnley have had some struggles in terms of scoring. Aurier um, is a great attacking uh, defender, and I think he's due some points uh, for that reason this coming weekend. Sun, um, despite not having any attacking returns um, at Manchester United, I do believe he'll come through. He's too good of a player not to. Um, that Spurs attack looks pretty sharp, although they struggled against Man U. Um, but at home, I think it will kick right back in. So I like Sun. Of course, Delhi is in amazing form. Of course, pick him. And despite Kane blanking a little bit recently, I think he will be back as well uh, with um, some goal involvement. Watford Crystal Palace. Uh, I think Ben Foster in goal isn't a crazy idea. Um, they are playing at home. Foster's been playing well lately. 
<clears throat> and uh, if you're going to pick a, a Watford attacker, I think Delafeu is the right one to go with. From the Crystal Palace side, Guaita has been playing quite well. Um, if you've got Kelly, <clears throat> I think it's a good opportunity to, opportunity to start him. Um, they, Crystal Palace are playing away. I think that they've struggled a bit um, in away games attacking-wise. So, so because Watford have <clears throat> struggled um, offensively this season, I think Kelly um, for Crystal Palace is a good player to start. I think IU... Zaha and Milivojevic are also worth considering. All differentials, all have the ability. Milivojevic is, of course, on set pieces. So um, another advantage to him and penalties, uh, another advantage. So um, I actually think that the Crystal Palace attack has some good players um, that are relatively cheap and could be great differentials. For the Manchester Derby... I like Jesus, who has been on a bit of a goal-scoring spree. Like I said earlier, Sterling and KBB will come through. I believe it. Bernardo Silva is always there. David Silva has looked great. And Mares may even get the start this weekend, if you want to take a risk on that. <clears throat> Pep has said that Zinchenko has been practicing all week with the team. I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in the starting lineup. So... If you're willing to take that risk, I think that could be well worth it. And then from the Manchester United side, don't have a lot of options other than Rashford, who has been on great form and likely will be um, the one to take any penalties that may happen. And also, um, he's he's hitting some pretty nice ones from set pieces too, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him do that. Uh, for Austin Villa, Leicester City, I mentioned I do like Jack Grealish if that team is going to score goals. He's the one that's going to be involved, possibly McGinn. Um, but our transfer this week was actually to replace McGinn with Grealish because of how um, central Grealish is to the Villa attack. On the Leicester City side, Pereira and Chilwell not only give those clean sheet options, but also obviously the attacking options. Hopefully Chilwell is fit and ready to play. I do not think that Rodgers would risk it with him because they did just fine without him in midweek. Um, and then, of course, Jamie Vardy. How can you not go with him? Great captain material. And then Madison has looked really good as well. My only concern with Madison is that sometimes uh, he assists the assister. He sort of puts... Um, the whole thing together, but then isn't directly involved in the goal scoring. Uh, Newcastle, Southampton, Dubrovka played really, really well midweek, made some amazing saves. Um, so even if Newcastle can't keep a clean sheet, I think you get some saves points from him. Uh, Willems has been looking good, and I'll take uh, a flyer on Andy Carroll and say if you're looking for a differential... Newcastle at home against Southampton. This could be the game for AC to come through for you. On the Southampton side, Ward-Prowse, of course, um, on set pieces and looking good. And then Danny Ings, like I said earlier, he just can't stop scoring, <clears throat> although that's going to end at some point. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's rested 
uh, some point soon too because we know that he's prone to injuries. Norwich and Sheffield United sort of mentioned earlier that I think Pookie and Cantwell have the opportunity to be involved in some goals. I think they might be. So I like both of them. And then on the Sheffield United side, I like Lundstrom, of course. And Mousse, who was rested, he played a little bit midweek, but he's well-rested. I expect him to be back in. And I, we know that Norwich tends to concede a lot of goals. So I think he will have one or maybe a couple himself. For the Brighton Wolves game, I like Matty Ryan. Uh, the Brighton defense has been playing well. They're playing at home. Mupay, I think, has a good chance. And Connolly, they both had good chances this week, midweek. Uh, didn't necessarily convert on those, but the attack looked really, really good. It was just that the finishing that was a little bit off there. Um, and then on the Wolves side, I like Doherty. He seems to be back. He's involved in that attack quite a bit. Um, I also like Triore and Jimenez, especially at home. And then lastly, for West Ham and Arsenal, really can't recommend any West Ham players, unfortunately, um, so I won't. And then on the Arsenal side, Ozil has been playing quite well. He's had an assist in each of his last two games, I believe. Uh, and then Aubameyang, despite being quiet, um, of course, we know he's going to start scoring goals again. And then Lacazette. So that's really it in terms of the players we recommend. We've posted some additional differential players that we suggest you take a look at on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. But that's going to do it. Pretty short and sweet. Heading into game week 16. We wish you all nothing but green arrows and all the best. Check us out for lots more information and lots of real-time updates at the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. If you haven't given us a follow, please do. We're on our way to 35K, pretty darn close. We're about seven, 800 uh, follow, followers away. So please join us, um, and we appreciate all that you do. Until next time, guys, green arrows for Game Week 16. And we say peace and goodbye.